Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. So this week's story is The Webbed Planet. But first, it's the Whiskey of the Week. Hey! <laughs> so this week's whiskey is Rebecca Creek Fine Texas Blended Whiskey. It's only 80 proof. Wow. Hey, it's I think it's shocker. The, no. I think it's the lowest that we've had so yeah. far. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells like regret. <laughs> no. <laughs> I went so I got a new guy's specs this time. Uh-huh. And when I went in, he acknowledged that 1835 is ass. Good. But it may have just been because I said it because I wasn't a hundred percent sure this guy knew anything. Yeah. But one of the things he goes, as we're looking through, because I'm starting to get to a point where if anybody has recommendations. Please. Even if it's... Holla at your girls. Yeah, because I'm starting to need to find new distilleries because I'm still in that, like, I want to try different distilleries first. Yeah. And then start looking at some of the different expressions. Mm-hmm. But he points over to, I don't even know what. And one day when it's going to be an episode, I just don't think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do that one okay. because it's $21. And there's just something about $20 mm-hmm. and the fact that that's half of what I normally pay for a whiskey mm-hmm. makes me real nervous. Yeah. So one day when we need just like a like a, a wanker of a whiskey, that's gonna be the that one. might be the one. Oof. I immediately looked over and like 1835 was more expensive. Ooh. So you'll know we've hit desperate for Texas oh. when we get oh. there. Or just really bad episode. Ugh. So Rebecca Creek, this is going to be out of San Antonio. They use local water from Texas Hill Country's Edwards Aquifer. Okay. So it's a creek that runs through limestone, and limestone definitely is going to change the taste of water. Mm-hmm. So hopefully there's something kind of unique about the water source. But, you know, one of the brands that I think you can get more places. Gotcha. It's a little bit more of a widespread mm-hmm. I've seen I see its label around more, but I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't. Know we'll have to start. I don't know why. For it. Yeah, I don't know why anybody listens to us. We don't actually. Know <laughs> we're professionals. <guys>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just love the whole thing. Is like we're we are like legitimate professionals when we're in the doctor <laughs> side of things, but like yeah. in this whiskey thing, we're just like ah. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna give you honest commentary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's honest. It's a hundred percent honest. It just might be real dumb. Yeah, like we said before, if if you want like the expert palate tasting, yeah, uh, descriptions, uh huh, this ain't. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were really gonna go somewhere with that. No, No, this This, this ain't it. This ain't it. Okay, well, to Texas whiskeys. Cheers, cheers. All right. Yeah, you're not wrong about the smell. It smells like I'm going to hate my life. 
And I'm really glad I only have to taste this one. I would have done. I would have done us a rye today. I should, we should have done a rye. Damn, missed opportunity there. Okay. Initially, it kind of. I hated it. <laughs> but the first like second of the sip, I was like, "This is fucking garbage." But by the time I finished the sip. It surprisingly has a little bit of a sweet note. It is a little sweet. You know? And I can sip this shit, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this would would be an uh, an ice cuber for me. Ooh, uh, sure. And I'm the rocks type of one for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily hate it. I thought it was actually pretty smooth. Low burn, kind of sweet. Definitely... Hmm. It's not one that like screams to me. Like there's nothing that about it that makes me excited. Yeah. But this could be like I'm a not good mad intro. at. It. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. It's a good baseline. Like you know, it's a whiskey. It's a whiskey. But I don't know. It's one of those where I don't know that I can pick this out of a lineup. Problem. Yeah, like if I had not, stuff, I don't think Rebecca. I don't think Rebecca Creek. I don't think this whiskey in particular is ever going to be one of those that like sticks out as a. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It doesn't have any flavors that pop mm-hmm. like other whiskeys that we've had before, where it's a, one note yeah. is very you know present and comes forward. Mm-hmm. I think this one, I might be able to recognize it in a flight based on how. Bland it is. That's so rude. Like I I feel like I will know. Oh, this is this is like the average. Yeah, this is like no salted chicken. It's not that bad. It's not bad because okay. So in my opinion, no (laughs) no salted chicken is pretty fucking bad. It's not because like maybe it's just like chicken and pepper. Like it's like mm, to me, it's a standard whiskey. No frills, no fuss, no muss. It's good. I wouldn't be if someone had this as their whiskey offering. I'm not gonna be mad. Mm -hmm. I'm still gonna drink it. It's not like I'm gonna like switch over. If I'm in a whiskey mood, it's not like I'm gonna switch over because it's Rebecca Creek. You know, 1835 shows up. I'm not drinking this shit. Yeah, this is the equivalent of. Boiled chicken. Wow, it's not that bad. Boiled chicken. It is not that bad. In terms of just how bland it is. I think it's got a little bit more than that. I can't call whiskey. If it's a whiskey, I can't can't necessarily call a whiskey bland. Because it's got kind of a smooth... It it has a little bit of a kick to let me know it is whiskey. But it's... Boiled chicken for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think maybe it's because whiskey is really my drink of choice that, like, it's got to be a pretty fucking bad whiskey for me to not like it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's nice. I mean, it's I just I don't not. Like it. Girl, you called it boiled chicken. I, I would eat boiled chicken sometimes. Not It's not my go-to meal. Yeah. But, like, if that's all I have to put on a salad or something... I would put it on the <laughs> No, but it's it's definitely. I, I guess for me, it's it's another one of those. Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say. So what do you give it? What do you give boiled chicken? Uh, I, I think for me it's a solid six. And and not because I hate it. I just want to make that clear. It just it It's just bland to me. Mm-hmm. It's not exciting. You know, it, it's not something that I would be really excited to, to drink. I feel like it, this could be a good mixer. It would be a stellar mixer. Mm-hmm. This is... This would be a good mixer. A good mixer. It's not overpowering, and you could still get the taste of whiskey, right? But just have it the taste blend mm-hmm. a little bit more. So for me, it's a six. Sure. I thought that this was going to be more what we were going to get while we were looking at Texas whiskeys. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think we we've gotten so much that was so exciting mm-hmm. over the past two seasons, and I think mm-hmm. that's kind of why this is disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Is because it's good, but we've had some really interesting mm-hmm. flavors yeah. pass through our glasses. I agree. I agree. And this is just not as interesting as what we've experienced through Texas whiskey so far. Yeah, no. Maybe it's the water. I don't know. Maybe. We'd, oh man. Maybe we'd have to. Can't blame the water. I don't know. I, I'd like to taste another one of. of uh, Rebecca Creek's whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can see if there's also another distillery that sources from the same water supply. Oh, and see what they can mm-hmm. compare. Mm-hmm. We can get real scientific on yeah, this shit. Yeah, there yeah. are people that this is like their job is to prove. There's a book from the head distiller at I think the TX distillery. Mm-hmm. And he has the whole synopsis of the book is the argument of and I don't know how the fuck you say this T-E-R-R-I-O-R Terrier Terroir I don't know if it's like are we we Anglicanizing it or is it still like kind of low-key French Mm -hmm. so Terrier some yeah some (laughs) (laughs) and the whole concept is does where the malt and the corn is grown does that actually affect the flavor of whiskey? Mm. Can you, kind of like with wine, mm-hmm. a good sommelier can discern where the grapes are grown mm. based on the flavor of the wine? Mm. Is that possible? Is that something that can happen with whiskey? And there's kind of like two sides to it mm-hmm. and both have their arguments. It's actually a book I want to get my hands on because I think it would be really fascinating. And that's basically what you're arguing about with water. And I think the water element probably is easier to prove. Yeah. So we'll see. We can play that game. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you gave it six. I'm going to give it, I think i got to give it like a seven. <laughs> it's just it's middle of the road, baseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a baseline whiskey. Seven means it's not good. It's not bad. This is a good intro whiskey, like yeah. I said earlier. This is a good one where if you're just... Opening yourself up to the world of whiskeys, and yeah. you know, you're trying to you're trying to get your feet wet. Yeah. This is a good little solid intro. So this week we are discussing the webbed planet. Mm-hmm. It ran from February thirteenth to March twentieth of we're in sixty five, right? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This ran from the 13th of February to the 20th of March in 1965. Okay, so things that happened during 
this time period. I didn't get a whole lot about the UK. The one important one for the UK is that the Gambia becomes an independent nation Mm. on February 18th. So during the first week of the run. Most of everything else that that was important that happened during this time is going to be U.S. news. Mm -hmm. So this all happens between these two dates. You ready? February 21st, Malcolm X was assassinated. Mm -hmm. March 7th is Bloody Sunday in Selma. And March 21st is the march from Selma to Montgomery. So the U.S. is experiencing high levels of turmoil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In Vietnam, Operation Rolling Thunder begins, which is basically like years and years of just continuous bombing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also going to start having... Um, a more active operation in Vietnam is really picking up boots on the ground, American soldiers, lots of bullshit. Gosh. Right? Mm-hmm. In more positive, not quite so soul crushing news. Yeah. The Temptations My Girl reaches mm-hmm. number one. Ooh, Everybody's yes. favorite song. And if it's not your favorite, you're lucky. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. David Attenborough himself mm-hmm. becomes the new controller at BBC Two, mm-hmm. who is the best narrator of all time. Yeah, I could just fall asleep. I do quite often. <laughs> and cosmonaut Alexei Leonov becomes the first person to walk in space on March 18th. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Who becomes a little less improbable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on March 18th. Oh. Yeah, very exciting. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of shit. It's it's really striking that there are some times when I do this new the newsreel mm-hmm. context corner and there's nothing. Yeah. It's I scrape the bottom of the barrel. It's <laughs> it's like wow, these songs are number one. That's yeah, it. and then there are weeks like this where very monumental things monumental happen. things happening. You know, now this story was written by Bill Strutton. And directed by Richard Martin. Mm-hmm. This is Bill Strutton's only contribution to Doctor Who. Okay. So the writing of this episode. Hmm. Uh, Richard Martin, the director, mm-hmm. has helped direct many stories mm-hmm. so far, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. The Edge of Destruction, The Daleks, mm-hmm. and The Dalek Invasion of Earth. Okay. So it's some of our like more memorable episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Not that any of them have not really been memorable at this point. We don't have They're that many. They're memorable for different reasons. Correct. <laughs> we don't have that many for us yeah. to have forgotten them quite mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. So, context aside, mm-hmm. how did you feel about the Webb's planet? You know, I actually felt that in this in this installment, the characters all were doing something, so I couldn't really talk shit about like <laughs> one person doing less because they, they were all they all had a, a part to play and i think that it, this episode you're starting kind of to see the the different ways in which the team is interacting with each other mm-hmm. this is now what vicky's second trip first trip mm-hmm. essentially with the team yeah second second full trip second full trip yeah because she had the wrong because we did the, the romans that's yes, right that's right mm-hmm. yeah and another another thing that just came to mind was I can totally see why Carolyn Ford is just pissed years later. Right? Yeah. Because they did so much more with Vicky 
this episode Already. than they did with Susan yeah. the entire season and a half yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It is, when I watched this, I was like, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I will be interested when I edit last week's episode mm-hmm. to listen to how I talked to you about mm-hmm. next week. We're going to be watching the web planet. Yeah. Because I hate this episode so much <laughs> that in the moment of announcing it last time mm-hmm. was when I had it finally sunk in that I was going to have to fucking watch this uh, again. Yeah. Because this is, I will, I can comfortably make this promise. Mm-hmm. You will have to pay me to watch this episode again. Yeah. I would have to be paid money because I just, I'll read about, like, I'll do whatever. I can't deal with this episode, and I never have been able to. I fell asleep all three times I tried to watch it. It's <laughs> terrible. I don't. I don't know how you fell asleep with the horrific noises. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too, and it's because I turned the volume down. Yeah, <laughs> I do not blame you. It was one of those where it was everything that I could do last time to basically not give away. Mm-hmm. How much I don't like this episode. Mm-hmm. That I hundred percent do not blame you if you have no fucking clue what happened. <laughs> I halfway have a clue <laughs> because I have halfway have a clue. So hopefully together we have a full one. I've watched this episode three times. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely <laughs> not my favorite. But watching it this time and looking at it from a more critical perspective, as we've been exploring the characters, I was pleased that I feel like there's some shit to talk about Mm -hmm. other than the fact that I hate this episode. Mm -hmm. So my brief synopsis Mm -hmm. is basically halfway through episode one. And then I gave up because I hate this episode so very much. But this is my brief synopsis of the web planet. (laughs) The TARDIS has a power failure and is dragged down to a new planet while Barbara brags about her bracelet from Nero and Vicky gains some ESP skills. Vicky and Barbara soon join me in having a vicious and violent response that is the aural terror that are the inhabitants of this new planet. Yeah. Chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate this episode. <laughs> it was louder than it needed. Oh, my God. It was loud. Too loud. So fucking loud. All right. So we know kind of how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. But how do we really feel about it? It's time... For the TARDIS points. (laughs) Now, listeners, after Jen gave me a real hard time over the past (laughs) several weeks of not emailing her, I included it in the email that included these Mm -hmm. episodes. So, Mm -hmm. Jen, Mm -hmm. what is... Are you looking at it? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's cheating. (laughs) I have it in writing, folks. Yeah, you can't look at it. Okay. Uh, Totally arbitrary rankings. Determine with intoxicated series. I feel like there was peripheral reading. No, there just, wasn't. There, was. there wasn't. There I was. was looking at the napkin dispenser. Not the whole time, listeners. I was here. I was oh. trying to make eye contact. I anyway, you're correct. 
You are correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would feel more impressed if you hadn't pulled it up as we were talking about it. It's fine, folks. It's fine. It's like cheating on your exam. Whatever. Yeah, you know, it's open notes, okay? <laughs> it's an open notes <laughs> test. You know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. See? So, as I open my notes, how do we feel about the doctor this episode? Uh, I actually liked him a little bit this episode. I just, I just liked that. I just, ever since Susan left, mm -hmm. the doctor is, is just showing a lighter side of himself. Yes. He's taking himself less seriously. Mm -hmm. And he's really just going in deep to the role of like, I'm an old fart, you know? Mm -hmm. And I am here and I don't know what I'm doing half the time, but I kind of do. And yeah. I like exploring. I'm going to give you a little snide comments. I'm going to giggle and it's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I like I liked him more this episode because he was not a dick. He was just like jolly. Yeah, he he's very much slipping into that old man character. That's like I'm 89 years old, so let's see what I can get away with because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm old. Mm -hmm. And if you have a problem with it, I'll just go. I'm old. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do about a bit? He's, he's he's at that stage in in that stage of life yeah. where he's reverting back to yeah to being a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, wheelchair races and the old folks home, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I actually like the doctor. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Anything in particular that stood out? No, I think just for me, uh for me it's just the the jolliness of his of his just his demeanor. Mm-hmm. But also just how we got to see how attached he is to the TARDIS. Right. Just like how important. And I think that that also comes comes because the TARDIS is the only thing that he still has that is yes. technically his family, you know? Yes. So, yeah. So, I, I just, I, I enjoyed seeing the doctor just show his emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. I think this was the first time we heard him call the TARDIS my TARDIS mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of it being the TARDIS. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was a sense of possessiveness Very that we don't. So. Yeah, my note says, Doctor looks sadder about losing my TARDIS than he ever did about Susan. Yeah, it's a sad fact. Yes, he's definitely much more personally connected mm -hmm. with his, with his mm -hmm. TARDIS. Um, I I love the fact that he has really settled down into the fact that the doctor giggles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like he's just a giggling fool. Yeah, just a fool. Yeah, yeah. But he also did a very good job at being scared this episode. Like you could mm -hmm. definitely see that he was like, I don't quite know what I'm doing. Yeah, this because this is the first time he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. He had never visited this planet before. Yeah, he's got that cone that comes down, and yeah. he's like, we're going to make the best decision that we can at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, we find out later that he's really working for the bad guys. Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah. he's just trying to survive and keep Vicky alive. Yeah. And Vicky's over here just being a badass. Yeah, she's just, like, learning Chilling. a bunch of shit, mm -hmm. you know, getting him out of trouble. And I, Yeah, and I like that they're kind of they team buddy up. comedying mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. together. Instead of having the Doctor and Ian mm -hmm. paired up, yeah. that they're really moving him over to being with Vicky. Mm -hmm. And I think that it works really well mm -hmm. for his character. I think that's why we're getting a lot of that youthful energy. Yeah. 
Yeah. All of a sudden in this episode, the doctor has like a magic ring. Yeah. That does stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not quite well defined, but it's a ring that does stuff. It interrupts whatever fucking mind control thing. Yeah. And he was very, all of a sudden very possessive of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the Monoptra butterfly people wanted to borrow it. And they were like, we're giving you the only way to defeat this plant, this person that's like dominating us. And you're worried about your ring? Right. Fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Which I appreciated that the doctor is still in this like, yeah, but it's my ring. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's my ring. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on a production note, I felt like this was a really, really rough episode for William Hartnell mm-hmm. playing the doctor. Mm-hmm. When he's on, he was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but there were so many line clubs. And I think that you can really see among the acting a difficulty mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the series. And I think that's one of the reasons it's hard to watch. I wonder what, what happened. There's definitely, it's definitely known that Hartnell, Hartnell is probably one of the more famous line flubbers mm. in, oh, I don't know, television history. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, there was a, a moment in the first episode where he's trying to talk about what planet they're in mm-hmm. and Ian uh, has to go, the actor has to go, and in what galaxy is that in? Mm-hmm. To like help him continue on the line, so mm-hmm. it was just. I mean, he's like a, he was an older dude. Yeah, he had bad days, mm-hmm. and when you only get one take, this bad is days it. rough. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think that helped the doctor any. Was not having like on point acting yeah. this time, but I did. I do like the direction the doctor's going. Mm-hmm. Same. So, Same. Oh, what you gonna give him? I would say seven point five. I know. I was going to give him an 8, but I thought that was too high. What? Yeah. Yeah. I I like fun, old doctor. I don't like asshole curmudgeon. (laughs) So maybe it's the tent of the whole episode Mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. but I only gave him a 6.5. Oh, damn. Because I can see what you're saying. Like, Because I don't dislike this doctor, Mm -hmm. but I don't like the doctor in this story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like this character Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. But in the context of this story, I just... 6.5 is going to be real high for me for this episode. (laughs) Everybody, like, I just don't like it. Yeah. And I don't think that it was a good vehicle for the Doctor, so I don't think this character like shines as well as it could. Mm-hmm. I hope they bring this character into future episodes with a good story, because I think the same Doctor in a different story where he was allowed to be better mm-hmm. would be a higher score. Yeah, I feel it. So maybe that's going to be a thing that with all my scores. It's gonna be, yeah. There's going to be a little bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just it's bad. And so, moving on from the doctor, we've got dear old Vicky. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about her? I liked her. I love her. I really liked her. I love her. And especially when she just gave, like, the big flex to Barbara, where she was like, yeah, uh, uh, we studied, a, like, algebra and, like, I don't know, like, biology. Like, shit that you wouldn't, you study in college yeah. normally, not, yeah. like, high in school. In kindergarten? Yeah. It was in kindergarten. In can oh, Jesus. And also, yeah. So that was, that was a big flex. And I 
her they did her character so well because they now are showing us like glimpses into the future where she's from mm-hmm. you know like where with the whole thing about like the aspirin and like yeah that wasn't this episode that was like no that was this, that episode. this episode yeah See? you just watched it three times yeah that's fine with the aspirin, right? Yeah. Like the whole so the writers comparing aspirin to fucking leeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did a really good job in, in placing her. Yes. Which again, I get why Karen was so because they could because like Susan's from a different fucking time space area. She she and she's How like they... just she was just as smart pilot episode. Yeah. yeah. So Vicky for me. She's gonna get a high score just because she was just a fucking badass and she's I, I really like what they're doing with her character. Oh, every time. Yeah. I would give I'm gonna give her an eight point five. Because she's 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 good. Yeah. You know, like she's she brings out that side of the doctor that we were just discussing, right? But she also just does the character well. Oh, she's you know? so I am stoked whenever Vicky is on screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved the medicine conversation in the first episode. Mm-hmm. That's some like world building mm-hmm. that I don't think we have gotten in Doctor Who yet. Mm-hmm. Where we are giving character backstory instead of throwing them into an adventure and let's just see how they react. This yeah. was this was some backstory that like I was not anticipating. Like mm-hmm. at all. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was willingly a hostage mm-hmm. through the show mm-hmm. and not in a like I'm screaming my head off oh my god I'm a damsel in distress hostage mm-hmm. it was more in that sense of y'all can do your shit mm-hmm. so that you can come back and get me the fuck out mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I got it I'm holding yeah. down the fort cool. me and ants we're chill yeah, we're good we're good I mean not yeah. quite chill hurry the fuck up but yeah. like we're chill mm-hmm. and anytime she did have screaming moments in a series of episodes it was shit I'd scream over, and it wasn't high pitched, and it was short. Yeah, it was like ah fuck. Yeah, and it was <laughs> giant goddamn fucking ant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then I'm gonna calm down and let's see what we can do from here. Exactly. And so I can appre- I liked that kind of response better. Mm-hmm. I also liked. I don't remember. It was one of the last two episodes, but I loved the energy where the doctor was trying to like calm Vicky down when mm-hmm. like you never need to calm Vicky down. Yeah. Vicky's chill. Mm-hmm. And so he gives her some chocolate. And she, the look that, so the actress's name is Maureen O'Brien. Mm-hmm. The look that Maureen O'Brien gave Hartnell in that moment mm-hmm. was like, fuck you and your chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you giving me fucking chocolate, you asshole? What's chocolate gonna do? Right, right. And I just hope, you know, Susan scarred me. I just have to, I hope they can continue with this for Vicky mm-hmm. because if I liked Vicky this much in such a shitty episode. Yeah. Oh, I could love her forever. Yeah. I yeah. really love Vicky. I also love the fact that this is our second story where she picked up a weird pet. Yeah. Zombo the ant. She's just going to be like yeah, weird pet. She's like, character. hey, alien. Who knows <laughs> if you're actually sentient? You make real crazy noises. But now that you've been brainwashed, yeah. be my pet ant. It's the same size, if not bigger than me. Right. Zombo. Right. So, considering that this story is so fucking shitty, mm-hmm. I still gave her an 8.5. Nice. Yeah, she's good. You, you know, she's I'm. Good. I just, I feel, I feel some 9s and 10s down mm-hmm. the line with Vicky, and that mm-hmm. makes me so excited mm-hmm. for her character. 
Mm-hmm. Now, how did we feel about Barbara? Barb's in America the Muscle But she really didn't she I mean she she was doing something. It's not like she was stagnant or whatever, but it wasn't anything super remarkable that I can remember. Like I'm just looking through my notes and there isn't really like standout quotes. Oh, the one thing that pissed me off though is like the yes. three R's reading, uh, writing, and that and I was like, wow. And arithmetic. Right. Arithmetic. That's a whole ass A and a whole ass W. Yeah. I don't understand. But <laughs> I like that my brain didn't even respond to the W. I was you're like, supposed yeah, to have a fuck you're supposed to be a fucking teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably one of those things though where it's you know, oh, no child left behind. It's like one of those things that was like actually like reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those, I don't know, I don't know anything about forced, tortured acronyms that don't really make sense. Huh. Huh. So I may not be biased here, but um, also I said that was dumb too. So it's... <laughs> Uh, and that's what I think was was the thing for me that stood out the most because then every 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 other part of it was snoozing. Yeah, she didn't. I don't know. And she got like hypnotized by another bracelet. She another bracelet. Yeah, she, she was like again. a war strategist this time. All of a sudden, Barbara is like Miss. Barbara. Barbara, out of all the companions, she's the warlord. She, what? Hundred. She she's militant. Loves, loves the world. Uh, but also, now that I just remembered, her bragging about this is what I also hated. Her bragging about the bracelet that Nero gave her. I'm like, but girl, you were literally being harassed. Yeah, you weren't so stoked about that bracelet yeah. like 30 minutes ago. So like, I feel like you're <laughs> you're not being truthful about the yeah. situation. Yeah, you know? I guess yeah. maybe it's like it was. In retrospect, I guess. Sure. Maybe it's out. I mean, like, cool story, bro, kind of a thing. Like, right. I, I would hate to be in the presence of Nero, but then afterwards be able to be like, oh, man, I got right. this <laughs> Nero. But it was, it it did feel disingenuous. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you spent the entire, like, last installment running away from this person. And it I wasn't know, like. poisoned. Yeah, and it wasn't like. She put the gold bracelet on, and there was like a side comment about how, oh, that's the one that we picked up in Rome. Mm-hmm. It was holding her arm out. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you mean the present I got from Nero? Mm-hmm. Nero gave it to me. Mm-hmm. It was so side chicky mm-hmm. that like I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't into that either. Yeah, I just, I just, especially just to establish a plot point. Yeah, also, it just it just made it, I guess, it just erased everything that we saw the past. Yeah. Like, it made it seem like things were okay. Yeah. Which is like, no. I'm right. Really you know, and, like, I feel like that's probably a repercussion of men writing female characters. Probably, yeah. 100%. You know, we just move on from Especially if they didn't racing. watch the last one. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's every chance that someone, go, that he goes, hey, I need Nero to give her a bracelet. Right. So that she can have something gold on her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I didn't like that. Barbara was just, I don't know, about like this whiskey. Boiled chicken. <laughs> Boiled chicken! No! She wasn't that bad! Boiled chicken and helmet hair. Boiled chicken and helmet hair! Oh, 
Okay, maybe but- she's like a store-bought rotisserie chicken. You know, it's like average. You know what you're going to get? Yeah. And it's not going to be extraordinarily delicious, but it's not going to be gross. It's Yeah. You walk into H-E-B and it's the like heated chicken nice thing. Chicken, and I go, yeah. oh, this is really great for me to like not have to cook the chicken first. Right. And I can do what I want with it mm-hmm. to make the food. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you didn't do anything with it. It's good. Yeah. I can eat it. It's fine. It's a nice base to build off of. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Not boiled chicken. She's but rotisserie chicken. But Store brand rotisserie chicken. Grocery store level. Mm-hmm. I'll even go H-E-B because H-E-B is good. Mm-hmm. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah. So what are you going to give her? Um, I don't know. I think... I'm going to give her six because that art, the art with three <laughs> Well, I said she was the Rebecca Creek of this episode. Yeah. So she gets a seven. Wow. Wow. Same score. <laughs> I, went, I, just, I just went back and looked. But I should also note, I gave her a seven while I was watching it. So yeah, you, you, you yeah, this I this she she wasn't she was better than nothing. She was better than average. Mm-hmm. She did some shit. Mm-hmm. She she was a strategist. She was a she's the general of the group. Mm-hmm. You know, Ian's our like little foot soldier, and she's yeah. the general. So I'll give her props for being the general. Yeah, and technically, she beat the bad guy at the end. Technically, Definitely. I'm still not 100 percent sure how the bad guy died. I don't know. So you gave her a six. Mm-hmm. I gave her a seven. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for everybody's favorite <laughs> for the white devil himself. <laughs> what are we gonna do when I don't get to call? It? I'm gonna just have to find someone in every episode to call the white devil at some point because, like, I love introducing Ian as the white devil. <laughs> he gets points every time for being the white devil. <laughs> it's time for the white devil himself. The white devil. Fail. What'd you give uh, Ian? The white devil. Um, the white <laughs> devil. The white devil. Yeah, I literally have Ian attack Zarby in an alarmed run. Barbara and Ian have like a mom and dad thing going on now. The doctor kind of just like shrugs Ian off a lot of this episode. <laughs> Ian was kind of just like the throwaway character. Oh, 100%. What happened from... Look, let's be real. Ian was the star of the show in the beginning of this. I think after Barb and Ian schmanged. No, he's been lackluster. Yeah, well, 100%. <laughs> Barbara's like, I got what I want. And Ian's yeah. like, but... But can, can, can we just it'll take five minutes? Right. It'll take 30 seconds. Just 30 seconds. Can, can they, there's, a, there's a big tower over there. Yeah. Let's just, and she's like, the my bracelet bucket. from Nero. Yeah. yeah. But he's also been not the star of the show. Yeah. For a solid series. Of, basically, the moment that the White Devil started not being white the devil for Jen and yeah. just it being like just a cute nickname. Yeah. I think is when he started declining in the episodes yeah. because he wasn't the main character. So he's not the focus. He's not trying to change anything, yeah. which is what you weren't liking. Yeah. Yeah. And now that he's not doing anything. He's kind of just in the background. Yeah. He's, he's just, uh, he's a very, he's a very good supporting role. Yeah. It's, it's that whole thing that I'm calling Barbara, the, you know, the four star general, yeah. but he's over here being in our like foot soldier. What did you just call him? A buttress. A buttress. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. buttresses. Mm-hmm. It's a good little buttress. Yeah, he is. How about the fact, okay. How about the fact that he's a fucking scientist, right? Mm-hmm. He's our science teacher. Yeah. We had adventures in the Keys of Marinus where we have experienced acid oceans. Mm-hmm. 
in the world before. And Ian was the one who was like, hey, Susan, back the fuck up. You don't know what kind of liquid that is. Mm -hmm. And then she like loses her shoes because that's what Susan was in a nutshell was losing her shoes. Yeah. And then the first pool they find, Ian cups his hands together and he's like, I'm going to drink this shit. And the doctor's like, for that, I'm burning up your tie. (laughs) Because you're dumb. Yeah. He just just tried to drink it. You know, I I felt... He's dumb. I just also feel like these characters... They can't all necessarily shine because now that Susan's gone, Ian's kind of just like, meh. Yeah. He's kind of taken her place, you know? <laughs> yeah. A hundred. They, they yeah. really just were like, we're going to put all of our eggs in the Vicky basket. Mm-hmm. 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 And it like revitalized the doctor, but Ian is the one. Because even, because I think we even saw in the last section, Barb still isn't bad because I think they created such a strong character for her, mm-hmm. but she's still not exciting yeah, anymore. No. They, they've all kind of lost their their glitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like their luster's gone. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like shiny element mm-hmm. to them anymore. I did like the part where Ian smacks the ant. <laughs> that was fun. But other than that, he was just kind of a plot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. That wants that desperately wants to get fucked. <sighs> He's simping for barbs. You know that's like my favorite, <laughs> and the best part about it is that it's such a strong thing out of the anime culture <laughs> that like normal people yeah. are using the word like "oh, I simp for like whoever," yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, bless your hearts! <laughs> you're probably people that bully anime people too, and Good you're using, yeah, and I love." <laughs> because it's I don't even know like what is it supposed I know what it means mm-hmm. but I still don't know where it comes from yeah I don't know like simp what is it short for it's gotta be short simple I simp for but I simp for and it means like you know I'm a simp it's open dictionary this bitch yeah cause like because now that it's become and it's only been like a thing in the past like couple of months like it's mm-hmm. a relatively new phrase you know, like I said. Urban said, Dictionary. <laughs> it's when a friend. male is overly submissive to a female and gains nothing from it. Oh. Overly submissive that guys cringe. Mm. Basically, I let you like walk feel on the ashamed face. when seeing. It's it, it basically, I, I, I like the concept that you simp for like fictional characters. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole idea that like, they're not real, but you still let them walk on you. Yeah. Like, you don't even have a foot fetish, but, like, please walk on me. You can do whatever you want. But, yeah, definitely simping as a, yeah. What do you give Ian? A five. A five. What did I give Ian? A four. I gave him a six. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, so I gave him a six in my notes. And I feel like I want to trust past Diana. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there had to have been something in watching the episode where I feel like he was a six. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm not feeling as good about him now. So his official score will be a 5.5. Okay. Because I'm not feeling quite as, like, enamored with him. Which mm-hmm. wasn't apparently a lot, but a 6 seems high to me now. Yeah. Now, historically, this has been potentially contentious. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the showdown yes. in podcast land. Yes. At least for us. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about anybody else? Just for us. <laughs> Who, in your opinion, was the bad guy? 
the animus thing. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it like, was a standard. What I did like about this this installment of episodes was there was like layers. Yeah. You know, it kind of made the uh, like the butterfly people the bad people, and then like mm-hmm. those like uh, centipede things. Yeah. And then we we get the the the, the jardis. What is it? The jardis, right? The ants. The, the Zarbies. Those are the Zarbies. The Zarbies. <laughs> yeah. The Zarbies, right? But then it turns out they were just like the foot soldiers yeah. for this like animal thing. Yeah. I don't know how it died yet. So, yeah. So I did like that aspect that of different layers because mm-hmm. I've, I've been recently watching shows where it has layers to it. Very 1965's version of, you know into our own personal lives here for a yeah. second. We were recently talking about Attack on Titan, yeah. where it does that plot twist every episode yeah. where it completely shifts the way yeah. that you think about who the bad guy is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I basically, I'm watching it for the first time, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching it mm-hmm. to watch this episode. And that was actually one of the ties that like I really saw in between the two stories was the shift of yeah. who do you think is the bad guy that changed... If not every episode, every other episode, which mm-hmm. felt very modern. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I was excited to watch in the middle of Attack on Titan just for that kind that of comparison yeah. between the two. It's probably one of the only things that I actually really liked about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, there were only two things that I really liked about it. And the next one we'll talk about in the next section. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for who is the bad guy, I liked that you always kind of felt on the back foot. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew I had to rewatch it when I finished, and I was like, oh, I don't know who the bad person is. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Which is back. kind of exciting. Yeah. 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 Because I had, to, and I had to go back and speak of that celebrity, most of it. but Which is less exciting. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So I Wikipedia'd it, because mm-hmm. that's how advanced we're being this episode, because that's how little I like this episode. Yeah. And the sentence for, they get, it gets one sentence okay. for how the Animus is defeated. Okay. They defeated the Animus with Bond. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Not the most <laughs> important part of the episode, I would argue. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. the, how they defeat the bad guy is less important, I think, than the structure of, like, how the bad guy was working in and amongst mm-hmm. the population. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the books that I was reading, uh, Tardis Eruditorum, mm-hmm. kind of referred to it in a kind of a Lovecraftian kind of feel where the point of the bad guy was to be horrific Mm -hmm. how you end the bad guy wasn't really the point got it okay yeah i can see through that and it was kind of and there was this like level of horror through the episodes and like i'm not really a horror fan Mm -hmm. me either you know it's that whole idea that with attack on titan like i could use less body horror Mm -hmm. like i don't don't need that aspect Mm -hmm. so maybe that's one of the reasons it didn't i didn't like this one as much is Mm -hmm. because there is that sense of like creep through the whole thing yeah i think it's also just the 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 noise thing that they do just makes you uncomfortable Uh, the entire i said that it was like if you were trying to just live your life but you had to do it inside of, like, a laser tag arena. Yeah. Ew, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just trying to, like, do yeah. the laundry, but mm-hmm. you've got the laser tag noises all mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And I just did it. It was too... And all on top of each other. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I don't like it. But that being said, you got the animus. Yeah. It was kind of 
terrible through yeah. most of the show. Like, yeah. the doctor was a little scared. Everybody yeah. was a little scared. Yeah. There was that concept of, like, how are you going to defeat this? Mm-hmm. It's this omnipresent being mm-hmm. that has effectively taken over mm-hmm. and yeah. exiled mm-hmm. our little butterfly people mm-hmm. to, a, to a new moon mm-hmm. that wasn't there five months ago. Yeah, yeah there's just a lot. Whatever. Yeah. There's a lot to this episode. Um, yeah. So how did you, what kind of score are you going to give our bad guy? Mm, I'll give her, well, I don't even know what it is, but uh, I'll give them an eight. An eight? Yeah, just because of how the evil was pervasive throughout that society. Mm-hmm. It was just so deeply entrenched. Yeah. That it was... This thing really took over and made and made this world really just bend to yeah. its will. It felt very end of the season bad guy mm-hmm. of like a modern show, like yeah. where someone's we've been fighting somebody else all season, and then turns out mm-hmm. the animus is the one at the end, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what we've been building to. But mm-hmm. they didn't have the opportunity to be that grand because it's one story. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you. Like for such a really shitty story, and one where like I think that you could use the anim, I could see them using the animus in like New Who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes they'll go back and bring old characters into the new shit. Yeah. Because you know why not? There's why not, yeah. a million years of seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see it being a big bad mm-hmm. instead of a episodic bad. Mm-hmm. Where it's controlling shit throughout. And you yeah. have one character that's been brainwashed. And you have this one over here that's had something. So I can see the potential of this bad guy is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because, like, one gold ring and you can be controlled as a human. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I forget the rest of it. The bad guy was, the bad guy, the bad guy, the bad guy was pretty good. So yeah. I also gave, yeah. I also gave him an eight. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Was good. Yeah, the bad guy was a pretty good one. It's a good, scary story. Mm-hmm. It's a good, scary bad guy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, when it comes down to it, this is the score that is going to really tell us how we feel about this episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we both know this. What's this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, we haven't even gotten into it. How do you feel about the whole story as a whole? It wasn't that great. Oh, it was terrible. Like, it was... It, 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 it was just, it was uncomfortable for no real reason because it wasn't like a, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was cohesive. I felt like yeah. there was just random shit put together and like, okay, now we have a story. Yeah. It was like when they take um, a book and turn it into a movie mm-hmm. that should have been four movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that whole sense that this could have been a whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to shove it into six episodes, which is a lot of episodes for me to still feel yeah. like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of really interesting discourse on this episode. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of ties into how it represents the terror of communism as we have the, the ant workers and like mm-hmm. it all kind of like centers around the ant workers as your worker group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that you still never want the worker group to be able to have opinions. Mm -hmm. And so it's, so you can really look at it, how like communism and like democracy aren't like so different in how it treats the lower classes. Yeah. 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 And so there's a lot of really interesting discourse kind of on that that you can really get into. 
Um, I can see that. That I don't have a good enough grasp on it all yeah. to really get into that. And it would yeah. be a very time consuming, but I highly recommend, yeah. you know, exploring some of the books that I include on the reading list. Yeah. Kind of go into it a little bit. But I think that part of the reason that the story suffers is because it took me getting into reading these books mm -hmm. that are critiques of this episode to even get into these concepts mm -hmm. because the noise in this goddamn motherfucking episode. It was too much. I think who can the the noise from the Zarbi, the noise from the lack of noise on mm -hmm. the planet, mm -hmm. the echo mm -hmm. of them speaking when they're on the planet. The Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> like, literal Vaseline. It was like season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, literal <laughs> Vaseline on the lens. And then everything was on top of each other. The sound production was so awful. Yeah. The, um, the way the Monoptra communicated. Yeah. Where it was highly poetic. Right. But also... Yeah, I was fucking done with them. The light. Yeah. It was, it, it, it kind of reminded me, and I don't know if you ever watched this, uh, The Mighty Boosh no. was, you ever watched, you, you, you know old Greg though, right? No. Oh, dear. Oh, my dear. <laughs> um, I don't know if you need to watch old Greg, but it is a, cultural thing that happened mm. but it felt very like Noel Felding doing a bit mm. but it was serious which makes it uncomfortable mm -hmm. because it wasn't a bit like it wasn't yeah. a bit no. and I just so it made the whole thing difficult to watch I would love to this is one of those stories that if we could do it in a I think it was overachieving yeah I think it'd be a good modern I think it's something they could recreate today. Take the themes, take the idea, mm -hmm. because one of the things I was reading was a lot of people have issues with the special effects. Mm. And I had no issue with the special effects. Mm -hmm. The sets, the costumes, like, get down, those wings were awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like bad special effects, yeah. but there was the one scene with the landing party and all the monoptera were like, like zooming in, like on yeah. wires and shit. I, you could see the wires and the, and it was, it was so good. Uh, I loved that idea. Mm -hmm. When people talk about the special effects of this time, it's that idea of like suspending your disbelief. Mm. Which I subscribe to anyway. Um, mm -hmm. One of the really fascinating arguments they broke down to in one of these books, and I can't remember which one I didn't write down, I think it's probably Taurus Erdogan because mm -hmm. she's great, mm -hmm. was art, physical, like a painting, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Specifically painting, I think is her argument. Mm -hmm. Took until relatively the modern day to get into realism. Mm -hmm. And we still applaud Monet and mm -hmm. Salvador Dali and Frida Kahlo and mm -hmm. like all these people that really went into surrealism mm -hmm. and abstract art. And it's still some of the most highly prized art today. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to television and movies, special effects have to be real mm -hmm. or fuck it. Mm -hmm. We're going to be real mad about it. And we're going to be like, this isn't good because the special effects were shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Suspend your disbelief for like five minutes. Have fun. Like, appreciate what they're trying to do on budget. Yeah. So I didn't have any problem with that, but the sound editing 
The sound was just horrible. I can't even... No. If I try and put myself in like 1965 on those TVs that they had, I just did nobody have an issue with the sound. Why do I not read anything about people having problems with the sound I mean, from this? Because of the sound was just so bad on the on, with the technology at that point. I don't know. It just seemed still. Um, it's so bad. And, uh, it was so. Yeah, it was the, the noise. It the noise of this episode. Is it what was keeps a very me. noisy, uncomfortably noisy episode. Yeah, because mm-hmm. really, looking at my scores, they're all pretty high. Yeah, I you know, but I hate the breakdown it. from what you've been reading. I kind of wish they would have just done better with this episode. Because I feel like the themes that they discuss have they. I don't. Yeah, I guess I think this is one of those modern ones that we mm-hmm. need a modern twist. Because I think a lot of the, you know, we're, we're missing the whole point, which is like yeah. a critique of the times, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's a real product of its time. You're real. This is your, just recently you've had China invade Tibet even. Mm-hmm. So like you've really got this, like China starting to become, it's, look, let's be real. China's always been a giant, magnificently huge superpower, mm-hmm. but it's becoming more of a presence to Western audiences. Yeah. You have Russia that's building up its power from World War II. You know, America sitting over there being all sorts of pompous, bombastic assholes. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, Britain is losing its empire status, which is going to make the concept of empire even more exaggerated. And mm-hmm. and it's even going back to, like, the bad guy. You know, it's that concept that, like, we're critiquing the spider for what it's done. The spider mm-hmm. organism, whatever the thing was. Sometimes people call it a bladder, even. I like it was like a jellyfish. Yeah, the thing yeah. that sits in the carcinoma, so yeah. cancer. Yeah. Right? And when they talk about what it did, yeah. where it comes in and erases culture and makes it so that languages are erased and... Brings mm-hmm. its own sense, and you're going to do what it wants. Mm-hmm. It's going to change economy mm-hmm. to fit what works for it. Mm-hmm. And we're making this by the BBC, mm-hmm. and it's a direct critique of colonization. Mm-hmm. Is and it can also be tied to the problems of communism. But I because hello, right? The biggest colonizer. <laughs> but like, if you look at if you look at it in a sense that like it makes you feel bad that the Zarbi have been taken advantage of by the animals the whole time. But if you listen to the Howman the Monoptera, that was a lot of weird consonants. Mm -hmm. If you listen to how the Monoptera talk about the Zarbi, they literally refer to them as like livestock Mm -hmm. and cattle. And Mm -hmm. they don't think about the Zarbi any differently than the way that the animals did. It's just when colonization goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's when like the they were like, "I've the been colonized. colonized." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You made us regress. Look at the worms. Yes. And the worms, honestly, those ones that were the underground yeah. versions yeah. that had regressed. Yeah. They were some of the baddest bitches in the group. They were. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that underground. So this one took me watching it again. Yeah. There's a moment where they're all underground mm-hmm. and they're digging through the wall and the acid lake starts coming through mm-hmm. and one of the worms sticks her fucking head in the hole to block the acid lake from mm-hmm. killing everybody and everybody's like, okay, thank you. 
deuces. <laughs> and she's like, Hello. head in the hole, just, okay, I guess this is, this this is, is where I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how the episode starts. And the, the voiceover is like, I'm wondering, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Right. And then two weeks early, you know, uh-huh. she's just standing there and that's how she dies. Yep. That's a badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a badass. She would, if we had like a hero of the week, that one she little the crew. worm, woodlice, roly poly. It looked like a roly poly. Caterpillar, maybe, if they're regressed butterflies. Maybe a caterpillar. I don't fucking know. A blind thing that lived underground. Some shit. Hero of the week. Yeah. They get that one wood thing gets a caterpillar worm thing that one gets a 10 she gets a trophy yeah gold star <laughs> she gets a good job gold star. <laughs> anything else from this episode no i'm glad it's over i i tell you what Jen, <laughs> there was a huge part of me that this whole t- i haven't procrastinated this much on watching an episode yet because yeah. i knew it was bad because i knew it was real bad i i was just reluctant because it's another six parter and i was just, yeah you know Ugh. No, I know, and I knew that you're never going to be super into this part. <laughs> but, like, there was a moment where I was like, you know what, the only reason I'm watching this, the only reason I watched this, mm-hmm. instead of just reading about it, mm-hmm. was because I didn't warn you it was bad, so I knew you were going to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. And how guilty would I have felt if I had shown up at this table and been like, I just read the book, and you'd be like, I watched it three times. I know I fell asleep during it, but like I went back and I would have felt so guilty. And I knew that, so I watched so you're like, it. I, have to I may have been thing. playing video games on the side it's while fine. I took my notes. It's fine. I was definitely snoozing. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you give it score wise? The story. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a four, just because it was such a missed opportunity. You know, now like like hearing what you read about it and the critiques that people were able to get into, I just wish I would have been into it more mm-hmm. to be able to you know to to pick up on that theme because it's really interesting, really interesting dynamic. But I don't think I ever would have picked up on it by myself. Yeah, no, I don't think so. One hundred percent, they're much smarter than me. I mean, for me, I, I just picked up on the colonizer portion yeah. of it, but like that's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have made that connection. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would have either without the books. So thank you, books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I definitely even so they did a novel of it, but like the same year. Mm. So I would love to see a like if Big Finish Audio who does their audio dramas, mm-hmm. if they were to redo it mm. or something to that. Except except that the noise is so bad. <laughs> I just wish they would not include that. Or just do something yeah. else about yeah. it. I give it a three. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's in my worst TV episodes of all time kind mm-hmm. of a book. So, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to give it a two because it's okay. in my worst episodes of all time. I mean, like, okay. I just, yeah, like, I was so mad that I was going to have to watch it again. <laughs> I was so mad. And honestly, on reviewing, doing it critically, it was more interesting than it's ever been before Mm -hmm. but i don't anticipate anybody else watching this Mm -hmm. necessarily i don't want to do these scores in the sense that someone needs to be watching it critically Mm -hmm. how do you know when i when i watched i hated it yeah i hated it yeah it wasn't great so too but honestly none of that truly matters Mm -hmm. it's all arbitrary it's all subjective the only thing that's truly objective mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. is was this story neat or not? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely. <laughs> next. <laughs> what do we got next week? So next week <laughs> is one of our last episodes. Okay. This one is called The Crusade. All right. Historical. It's a historical. Mm-hmm. I'm super fascinated to watch it with you. Okay. Because we're going to talk about Richard the fucking Lionheart, who I know a lot about oh, and have know. a lot of opinions. I'm excited for the episode. Because I love a historical. Yeah. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah, it should hopefully, be fun. Hopefully we good. <laughs> Please let it be good. <laughs> but for this week, bye guys. Bye. See you later. Me won't really see them. You won't really see them. It's more of a like Hey y'all, it's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod, all underscored, on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or even better whiskey recommendations, please send them to mediaontherockspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.